Good day, everybody. Welcome back in to Mining Stock Daily. we got a corporate update today. Welcoming back in Nucor Gold CEO, Mr. Luke Alexander. Luke, how are you, my friend? Doing very well, thanks. How about yourself, Trevor? I'm doing great. Uh, as a shareholder of your company, I was thrilled to see the highest grade drill intercepts coming out of the Enchi project. In fact, it came out of the Boeing deposit there in the project. Um, we did mention this in the news briefing just yesterday, but for those who may have missed that, it was two meters of 95.16 grams per ton gold. That was within a, a broader interval um, there. But uh, Luke, when you hit something like that, uh, is, it, is, this any, is this a game changer for Boeing? Yeah, I mean, anytime you hit 95 gram material, it's uh, it's a game changer. But what it really does, I think, is it, is it supports what we've been talking about for the last year and what we've talked about a number of times on this sh- on this uh, on this show is that ultimately, if you look at the Greenstone hosted deposits along the Sefwi Bibiani belt, which ho- hosts a number of multi-million ounce deposits, including Chirano, uh, which is owned by Kinross, Bibiani, Newmont's a half-o mine. Uh, what you see is that as you start to drill deeper and find the feeder structures for these uh, deposits, you ultimately start to encounter higher grade. We've had some very good results over the last six months where we've seen um, you know, some nice high-grade material and we're doing a bunch of follow-up drilling on a number of those areas. But yeah, needless to say, 95 grams is more than double any uh, grade we've uh, uh, encountered in the past on the project. So we're extremely pleased with that. The other thing I'd highlight is that, you know, uh, there's a halo around that of another five meters of 0.93 grams. And then um, within the same uh, interval, about 10 meters away, you've got uh, 13 grams over one meter. So it further supports that kind of high grade, um, you know, uh, uh, geological understanding and, and theory that we've got for the project. Uh, I wonder if you can describe uh, the geology here because it's not that far of depth from where you hit. That's just a hundred nine meters uh, deep. Um, at this, with that, you know, you're you're obviously hitting the oxide layer of mineralization here. But when you get grades like that, it's almost like that's a refractory style of mineralization. Can you kind of clear the air here and what what we're seeing uh, geologically from this hit? Yeah, so one of the key things, I think, if you look at our 1.4 million uh, ounce resource today, the average depth of that is only down to 63 meters. So it's really been focused on the oxide and transitional zones. Um, And what we've said is that, you know, with, uh, you know, the second half of our of our uh, our drill campaign, we are going to start to focus more on on the deeper drilling and really getting into those sulfides and starting to expand the sulfide resource uh, across the project. So the holes that we put out um, and this hole 250, which has the 95 grams, as well as uh, hole uh, 64, which we had a very good intercept as well, 74 meters of 1.28 grams per ton. And then within that, some very uh, high-grade intervals as well. I mean, 2.65 over 6 meters, just under 10 grams over a me- over 1.4 meters, uh, 4 grams over 6.4 meters. Uh, in some ways, I think that's as exciting or even more exciting a hole given the width and the number of high-grade intervals that we've seen within it. Um, but that, that, that's what 
we're ultimately seeing is that as we get into the sulfides, we're expecting to encounter more high-grade uh, material. And uh, we were extremely pleased with the results that we put out uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, I guess I'm, I'm maybe just that's caught me by surprise that, that this oxide layer really isn't deep. You said it's about 60 meters. So you don't have to go that far to hit the sulfide mineralization below that. Yeah, and that's one of the key things is, is when we talk about deeper drilling, given the uh, amount of drilling that's been done and the depth of that drilling, uh, we're still, relatively speaking, talking about shallow holes here. Um, you know, we're now drilling down to about 200 to 300 meters vertical below surface. Uh, the 109 meters that you refer to um, for hole 250, uh, that's downhole, so you know, take 75, 85% of that, so you're actually more looking like uh, 90 meters vertically below uh, surface. So these are relatively shallow um, holes, and, and the advantage of that is what they'll ultimately do is extend the pits, and that ultimately will bring in more resource. So uh, needless to say, we can extend the pits most likely to you know, capture this 95 gram material and push them further from there. So that obviously helps in terms of uh, the overall economics for the project. Um, Boyne is, all of your deposits are shaping up really nicely, but here's something that really stuck out with me from Boyne, is how much on each side of the deposit you still have, I mean, you're talking a couple kilometers on each side. I think, was it four four kilometers to the uh, southwest and two to the northeast that's still untested? Yeah, correct. So if you look at our, um, uh, our kind of gold in soil anomaly that we've identified at Boeing, um, to date, if you look at the roughly 500,000 ounces of in-pit resource that, uh, that, we, that we put out in June, uh, that represents about 2.8 kilometers of that anomaly. Um, we've then stepped out 400 meters to the north and one kilometer to the south. So that's added uh, about 50% uh, to the overall footprint uh, from a mineralization perspective. And then beyond that, we've only drilled 50% of the overall anomaly. So a significant opportunity for us to step out uh, a long strike and continue to add mineralization. Uh, one of the things that a lot of people probably would have missed within this press release, given how excitingly high grade results were that we put out, was that we also did a lot of step out drilling to the south of, uh, of Boeing. And what that's done is it's taken the uh, spacing from about 200 meters to you know 50 to 100 meter spacing. And the reason why that's important is because that's the kind of density of drilling that we'll need to be able to wrap an inferred resource around that. We've had good results from that. They're consistent with the past results that we had. And uh, we're very um, you know, encouraged that we will be able to wrap pits around that and ultimately add to our overall resource. So you look at the 2.8 kilometers of in-pit resource, add another 1.4 uh, kilometers of potential resource to that. I mean, you guys can do the math pretty easily on that. And then, you know, on top of that, we've obviously got the uh, opportunity at depth and the high grade that we've started to encounter. So we're extremely pleased with what we've been getting from Boeing and looking forward to uh, continuing to aggressively drill there. Uh, you and I have chatted since you released the PEA with that updated resource estimate. Um, but as because you're not drilling deep, which means you can 
you know, kind of rapid drill, a lot of these projects, including Boyne, um, you know, can we start seeing how quickly you're adding ounces to that resource estimate and also improving the PEA? Yeah. So in terms of, um, I guess, adding ounces, I mean, if, if we look at the PEA, we included uh, about 20,000 meters of drilling in that PEA, as well as the resource update. That's 20,000 out of the 66,000 meter program that we've got underway. Uh, we've since released about another 25,000 meters of results. That includes what we put out yesterday. So that leaves us with about 21,000 meters of results, which we will put out over the, uh, over the coming uh, months. So that will be focused on continuing to step out. But we have pivoted towards diamond drilling, and we did put out some of our first diamond drill results as part of this. Uh, and that includes that uh, hole 64, which I talked about. Um, and, uh, and, but you know, the, 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 the bulk of the 21,000 that we will be putting out over the next few months will be that diamond drilling, which takes longer to drill, uh, but, uh, is focused on the deeper opportunity. Uh, one of those areas I might highlight is, is NIAM. Um, we've talked in the past, uh, 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 Trevor, about how at NIAM we had some very encouraging higher grade results from the deepest holes ever drilled there with the RC rig. So down at 175, 200 meters, uh, we encountered uh, 5.4 gram material over nine meters, uh, 5.8 grams over seven meters. So we're back there at the moment, following up with the diamond rig on the, on that higher on those higher grade results that we've had. So that's what the focus of the program will be, and uh, all of that's looking to ultimately add resource. Uh, uh, Luke, uh, you know, a few weeks back, I was kind of flipping through the pages of the PEA, and one thing that caught my attention just because of the timing of all some more recent news you published was in the PEA you estimated, I believe it was about a high 70s gold recovery for metallurgy. That was an assumption. Uh, since that PEA was filed, you have done some met work from Enchi specifically on uh, Suwam and Boyne deposits. And those recoveries were in the mid 90s. Uh, you know, and met tests don't get a whole lot of love. And I understand that. But you listen, the more you can extract from the ground, the more profitable a future mine can be. I mean, this is very meaningful for Enchi and for Nucor. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think, yeah, Met, Met work, you know, uh, doesn't get the kind of same headlines that you get with 95 uh, gram uh, intercepts or 13 gram intercepts, but it adds fundamental value for the project and is very important in terms of, uh, you know, advancing a project to have a very good understanding of the of the Met work that's been done. Um, so within the PEA, we have 79% uh, recoveries. That was based on a number of bottle rule tests that have been done, uh, as well as some preliminary column tests that we did on the project. If you go back and look at our press releases, and we spoke about it in the past, uh, early January, we put out a bunch of bottle uh, rule tests from Boeing and CU, and we followed that up with bottle rule tests at Quachi Croom. Uh, that combined with historical network that we did obviously uh, fed the uh, the recoveries that were used within the PEA. But then um, last uh, la la last uh, uh, earlier this month, we also released uh, results from 
uh, from some column tests that we did. Uh, and the reason column tests are important is because they give you an added level of comfort from a, uh, from a metallurgical recovery perspective. So we were very pleased with the, uh, with the results from those initial column tests, and they further support the recoveries that we used within the PEA. And from here, we'll continue to do a lot of met work across the project because it is fundamentally uh, important to have a very good understanding of, uh, of what those numbers are. What's good? What else is happening? I mean, obviously, you got another 20,000 plus meters of drilling. Uh, assay results will be hitting the tape, more met work. Um, where is some more opportunity here, you know, outside of that, to, you know, news that might be kind of be hitting the market here, you know, with throughout the rest of this year? Yeah, I think as we've kind of talked about in the past and we've committed to the market, uh, we've said that we'll get drill results out every three or four weeks. So uh, now that the PEA has been released and, and, uh, and, and we're continuing to drill, We'll look to continue on that pace. So expect lots of news flow from a, from a drill perspective with a focus on, uh, on some of the deeper drilling. Um, and then one of the other things that we're doing as a team internally is obviously we've got a very robust uh, PEA, which we put out, which looks at a heap leach uh, project. But internally, what we'll do is as we start to find more high grade and get more into the sulfides, We'll start to look at the various trade-off studies of potentially moving towards a milling operation or potentially starting with a heap leach operation and then moving uh, you know, to, a, to a milling operation. Uh, and the real reason for looking at that is you, know, you look at a heap leach project and our PEA outlined 79% recoveries. But if we were to go directly to a milling operation, uh, you're all of a sudden... Um, looking at potentially increasing that to call it 94, 95% recoveries. Uh, that additional 15% of recovery, uh, obviously it costs you more from a CapEx perspective to build a full uh, milling operation, but there's a trade-off there in terms of you know, the CapEx relative to the recovery. So that's some of the work that we'll, uh, we'll do internally. And uh, my expectation is that you know, middle of next year, 2022, well, when we put out our next, next economic study, it'll, uh, it'll start to look at some of those scenarios. Well, would it make sense to put in, to start out with that milling operation uh, just due to the the different types of mineralization below some of that, uh, you know, easy to reach oxide. If when you get down to the refractory, once you need to crush it anyways, we don't have any, any refractory um, material, but, but in terms of the um, uh, yes, is, is, is the one word answer, I guess. I mean, if we look at Toronto uh, again, Kinross's operation to the North of us, what they initially contemplated was, you know, a heap leach 13 pit, um, mine and as they discovered more sulfides got into the high uh, higher grades you know that trade-off of going directly to a milling um, operation made a lot of sense so that's where I talk about you know those trade-offs and the studies that we'll do as we find more of this high grade across the property as we add additional um, you know sulfide material it'll make sense for us to look at that as a potential avenue. And uh, I would expect that we potentially end up there at some point where it makes a lot of sense to go directly to a milling operation. 
But uh, again, we've got a very robust heap leach project here that we've outlined. And now it's a matter uh, of us continuing to optimize that and looking to add value for our shareholders. All right, Luke. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show today and giving us an update on those drill results and also the MET testing. Uh, more to come from Nucor, obviously. Lots of news coming down in the coming weeks and months. So, uh, Luke, until then, uh, be well and uh, wish everybody uh, safe being down there in Ghana at Enchi. Thanks a lot, Trevor. It's Luke Alexander from Nucor Gold. They trade on the TSX Venture with NCAU and also on the OTCQX with NCAUF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.